Hello and welcome back to the PAL with Tani G. I'm your host, Tani G. We're in Season 2 of the PAL with Perke Elvis Treasury. We're in Chapter 1, Paragraph 6, Perak Aleph, Mishnah Vav. Let's read the paragraph and then do some comments. Questions, comments, suggestions are always welcome at MaximumTEE at Yahoo.com. Again, we apologize for not giving so many for the week. There are a lot of Jewish holidays. God willing, we'll go through them and try to get back a little bit more on track. We try to do one per weeknight which comes out to about four to five a week, Blee Nedder, God willing, and we try to keep that up. Suffice it if we can, but stay with us and keep with us. Yehoshua ben Prachia of Anitai Arbulu Kiblu Mehem. Yehoshua ben Prachia and Anitai Arbul received the tradition from them. Yehoshua ben Prachia Omer, Yehoshua ben Prachia says, Aseh lecha rav, chaver, acquire a friend for yourself. Make a teacher for yourself and acquire a friend for yourself. Excuse me. Note the words used. And judge everyone favorably. A very important statement, which God willing will come back to. So Yeshua ben Prachi was active during the reign of King Yanai, 200 years around before the destruction of the Second Temple. When Yanai decimated most of the sages, Yochanan, uh, excuse me, Yoshua ben Prachia fled to Alexandria, Egypt. When the danger passed, he was summoned back by Shimon Mechachtach, a student who enjoyed the protection of Queen Shalomus Alexandria, Yana's wife, who was Shimon Mechachtach's sister. Very interesting. So, Nitev Arbel was the head of the Sanhedrin. Was from Arbel, he was the head of the Sanhedrin from the Lower Galilee. They received the tradition from Yosef ben Yezer and Yosef ben Yochanan, appointed teacher. Even if he's equal or inferior to intellectually, appoint him as your teacher because studying with another person is much more efficacious than studying alone. The exchange of ideas yields greater clarity. Rabbi Yonah states additionally that one remembers that which is learned from the teacher better than what he learns independently. Even a study partner is justifiably called a teacher because his participation in the process increases success. A city without a rabbi, we're going to the bottom of the page. The base of Levi was offered a prestigious rabbinic position in a city whose rabbinic seat had been vacant for 14 years. He refused, explaining, a woman whose husband passes away, God willing, we should never know from such things, Lo'alenu, is destroyed. Beside her grief over her loss, she begins to worry, who will recite Kiddush for me on Friday night? From who will I hear Abdullah at the end of Shabbos? After a while, however, she may become self-sufficient, decide she can do very well without a husband, which never know from such things. Likewise, a city that has not employed a rod for 14 years has adjusted to the situation. I would be afraid to accept such a position. The Medicine Man. A young man once came to visit the Slanum Revi, the base of Raham. I learned almost all of the books of the Hasidic greats, follow their advice, try to incorporate into my lifestyle all the good practices they speak of, and I see no need to have a Rebbe, he told the base of Raham. A little bit insulting. The Rebbe said to him, let me explain your situation with the parable. A man once felt ill. Rather than visiting a doctor, he decided to go to a pharmacy on his own. I'll buy all the medicines and take them, and that way I'll be cured of all diseases. There's no need to see a doctor. Of course, this is utter foolishness. One who uses drug without proper supervision places himself in serious danger. Drugs that are beneficial in treating certain diseases may be fatal in treating others. Only a doctor with medical expertise and knowledge of the history of the patient can properly diagnose the sickness and prescribe the appropriate medicine. Similarly, all that you learn in the books of the great Hasidic masters is like medicine. In the wrong doses or incorrectly prescribed, such medicines can be fatal to spiritual welfare. You should follow them. The dictum of the sages that one should select a teacher for himself who can serve as a doctor 
for your soul. Diagnose your needs and prescribe the proper spiritual medicine. Very important thing to remember that we have to take care of ourselves spiritually just like we take care of ourselves physically. We go to a doctor for physical ailments so we could go to a rabbi or a rebbe for spiritual ailments. We should never have either, but we need to have the guidance from the proper people. Every person needs a competent mentor who can correctly transmit the tradition and thereby avoid error. One should be willing to submit to his direction for without a mentor, a person is directionless. Acquire a friend. Interesting, it says, make a teacher but acquire a friend note the difference the expression acquire is inappropriate regarding a teacher since a teacher may not receive direct remuneration for his services in fact however a teacher of children who teaches scripture may be compensated for the teaching of reading skills or for services as a child care provider those who teach older children may take pay as compensation for giving up other career opportunities to devote their time to teaching but the pay is not for teaching itself you can see shalchanar to see likewise in spite of the fact that students are a greater catalyst for torah study than friends like Tanis 7a says the term acquire is incongruent with the instruction to develop many disciples from Mishnah 1. Students seek a teacher according to their emotional makeup and temperament and according to their perception of the benefit they might derive from him. Students cannot be bought. Hence, the mission never speaks of acquiring them, the Medrash Shmuel says in the name of Rav Yehuda Lerma. Maharal, commenting on the dictum developed many disciples, says that the practice of buying students is inappropriate and demeaning to the honor of Torah. One must acquire a friend in order to correct one's actions in all areas of life. Some people say it's better to have one good friend than a lot of acquaintances. And we talked last season about a story of a guy who tells his son, go to Yonkel and you'll see he's my only friend. Because the child asks, dad, do you have any really good friends? And he said, I have uh, this guy who's half a friend. And the son means, what does that mean, half a friend? So the father says, uh, kill this thing, kill this goat. And bring the blood in a body bag to to different friends, see if they'll respond, and then bring it to this guy and see what he'll do. So the friend did what the the son did what the dad said. He went to all the different people. Nobody would help him, and then he went to this guy and he said, "Will you help me?" And the guy looks around and thinks, and he says, "Okay, I'll help you, but only because you're so and so's son." So he helps him, and he buries the body of the animal, not knowing that it's an animal, thinking that it's a person. Lowell, I know we should never know from such things. And the son seems very pleased with himself. He goes back to the dad and says, Dad, what do you mean? He's only half a friend. He helped me. But the dad says, what did he say to you? Did he ask you if you're my son? He said, yeah, I'll help you, but only because you're so-and-so's son. He said, ah, you see, that's a half a friend. A real friend wouldn't ask any questions, would just do it without asking. We should all be zolcha to have such a friend, not in that situation, but in only happy situations, we should zolcha to have a real good friend who will help you, no questions asked, anytime you need, anything you need, not doing tit for tat just helping without any remuneration, without any asking anything in return. A good friend serves three functions. We're back in the side. The first is a catalyst for increased success to Torah study, Tana 7a. The second is to ensure one's mitzvah fulfillment for good friends feel free to offer constructive criticism to one another. The third function is to provide good advice in all areas and to act as a discreet confidant who does not reveal secrets to others. In fact, one who breaches his friend's trust will lose him as a friend. And justifiably so, for med- Ravyona adds that a good friend also will gloss over any injustice committed by the other, thus endearing them to each other. Also, Rashi talks about how purchasing books are friends. Alternatively, it's a warning against solitary Torah study. You should find a friend with whom to learn. 
And Rav Chaim Shmulevitz explained that the instruction to acquire a friend also refers to building harmonious relationships with one's spouse on the basis of the mutual consideration of the other's needs and wants. Thus, he would counsel his students and tell them, Our sages teach a man to love his wife as himself and honor her even more. You have almost 62B, while a wife, they teach, is deemed virtuous if she does the will of her husband. Tanad Vail Yahu Rabo 9. As long as the husband abides by the form of the wife, abides by the latter, their home will be blessed with marital bliss, good shalom, bias, advice. It's when they switch quotations, the wife demanding love and respect and the husband expecting subservience the troubles begin and of course the last one judge everyone favorably this is a big one Don the obligations Rambam and Rav delineate if one sees an average person neither confirmed as righteous or evil do or say something that bears either a positive or negative interpretation it's an act of piety to interpret the act in a positive light if the perpetrator confirmed as a righteous individual does something which almost certainly is a negative act and can be interpreted positive only by means of far-fetchedness nonetheless one may not suspect him of doing bad since it's possible to see the episode in a positive manner he should try to do so regarding such an instance our sages taught one who suspects the upright will be afflicted with terrible body sickness so we got to make sure that we are done the kafskus. We have to make sure that we try to see the truth and the other side of the story. There's a great book by Arthur called The Other Side of the Story. It goes through and explains two sides of the story. One person falsely accusing someone and then the other one explaining the story. And you see how if you think about a story, if you try to come up with any explanation of how it could be possible that there is some benefit, there's some positive interpretation, not always seeing the negative or the cynical or always assuming the worst, you will realize that a lot of times you will see the best and you will be right because that is the truth. You have to be good at whatever you can and you have to be able to see the good. And the article here also brings up the story of Nasan Navi after King David sinned according to the interpretations with Bathsheba through Uriah. He gave a parable of the man with the many sheep and the man with one sheep. David was the one that King David had a lot of sheep and and. Oriah had the one sheep, and when David heard it, he said what the, the verdict would be, and then he accepted the rebuke. We too also should realize we have to do the good things. We have to see people in the right way. We have to accept the rebuke if we do things wrong, but make sure to judge everyone favorably. Acquire yourself a friend and find yourself a teacher. you got to make yourself a teacher, find a friend, and judge everyone favorably as much as possible. Join us next time as we move over to number seven here on the PAL with Tani G, and I'm your host, Tani G.